Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about aligning security with the user experience, what it takes to achieve digital trust. It's my pleasure to be speaking today with Scott Clements. He's President and COO with Vasco Data Security. Scott, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, Tom, hi. Uh, good afternoon. How are you? Very well, thank you. Now, Scott, I understand you're going to be at RSA Conference 2017 in San Francisco this year, but this is a great time to, to start this conversation about digital trust. Up front, let's define exactly what we mean when we say digital trust, and what do you find to be some of the common challenges that organizations face in achieving it? Uh, Tom, thanks for the question. Interacting in the digital world is delivering huge economic, business, and societal benefits, but as we've all learned over the last few years, it also has risks associated with it, including identity fraud and cyber attacks that can compromise a business and the trust of the customers of that business. So organizations need to ensure their operations and their users are secure throughout the transaction lifecycle, and that's where the concept of digital trust comes in. This need for digital trust is not, in fact, fundamentally different than in the traditional offline world of face-to-face -face interaction. It's just that the ways in which trust is established and maintained in the digital world must leverage the same digital technologies and really reflect customer expectations of speed and low friction that are inherent in digital transactions. This requires a coordinated and unified approach with transparent security that's embedded inside of a compelling user experience. Scott, we hear a lot about digital transformation and about businesses moving to a fully digital experience. What do you find to be some of the obstacles organizations are up against in this regard? Well, let's continue to talk about what has historically been the inherent conflict between security and user experience. As digital is becoming a dominant mode of commercial and social interaction, we can't any longer accept this trade-off between user experience and security. We really have to deliver to organizations and their customers both of those things simultaneously in ways that security actually enhances the user experience by using new technologies that sustain high levels of trust with little or no effort by the user. And this has really become a key competitive differentiator between businesses, the propensity to drive adoption rates by assuring that consumers of products and services can easily and efficiently get through online processes such as onboarding and e-commerce transactions without fearing compromise of their personal information. And at the same time, while the service provider avoids fraud and is able to comply with the relevant regulations around the world, uh, consumers uh, simply won't accept a cumbersome online process and they'll quickly move their business to organizations that can make it both secure and easy. Security and user experience are really, in fact, inseparable attributes of digital trust for any online brand. What's this mean, then, for organizations that conduct most or even all of their business online? Well, Tom, just as brick-and-mortar businesses are vulnerable to theft, fraud, and business disruption, so are digital online businesses. The difference is really the speed and scale uh, which digital threats like data breaches can disable an online business or seriously damage its reputation and which can be further amplified by social media communication that spins the situation out of control before a business even knows what's wrong. 
in some cases, this can actually be an existential threat to the company. Let's talk about Vasco. How are you helping organizations to achieve digital trust? Well, operationally secure digital workflows require a number of things, including identity proofing, multi-factor authentication, mobile application protection, uh, secure transaction management, and analytical risk management. In the past, organizations would have to assemble a variety of point solutions to achieve trust across devices, uh, different applications, and different channels. And the patchwork of solutions was often difficult to deploy and secure and uh, usually resulted in a pretty disjointed user experience and high consumer abandonment rates. Avasco has been focused on unifying these technologies to simplify implementation of a trusted digital transaction environment, to establish a digital chain of trust from the user, whether that user is a customer, an employee, or a business partner, uh, to their devices and applications, and then to support the underlying digital transactions. We deliver this through a full complement, a wide range of hardware and software technologies that are tailored for a range of uh, needs and applications and different cultures around the world. And we do it in a way that allows these things to all work together in ways that are easy for the company and for the consumer. Scott, this has been great for context, but let's take a step back now. Where does an organization begin to develop digital trust? Well, let me focus on mobile devices here because they are really becoming the predominant way that people go online. The fastest growth in online interaction is happening in the mobile space. Digital transactions start with the introduction of a person and their associated personally identifiable information, such as the government ID or a mobile phone number, so that the service provider can confidently prove the user's identity. Once the user's identity is validated, then secure online identifiers for the user can be established to facilitate ongoing trusted interactions in a simple way. This is most often done through multi-factor authentication, which traditionally combines something the user has, such as a token or a mobile device, with something the user knows, like a PIN or a password. Now some new technologies that are embedded in mobile devices are allowing us to add a third element to the authentication mix, which is something the user is, such as biometric information like a fingerprint or facial features. And there's even a fourth element that's related to the monitoring of the user's patterns of use and how they interact with the world around them, which adds the benefit of continuously authenticating an individual without special or specific action by the user at all. And service providers can then allow and restrict or deny access to users depending on their digital behaviors and the desired transaction types that the user wants to execute. It also turns out, and perhaps unsurprisingly to most of the listeners of this podcast, that mobile devices and applications themselves are vulnerable to hacking threats which can then expose the user sensitive information, information that is part of the user's unique digital presence and lead to account takeovers and fraudulent purchases with that information. So now Vasco is actually securing mobile applications themselves from these threats using technologies that can shield and protect mobile apps by detecting and actively preventing attempts to penetrate the app or the mobile device. Our goal 
in doing all of this is to ensure that organizations can securely onboard new customers, employees, or partners, and maintain existing ones through the delivery of digital experiences that are frictionless and trusted by both parties. Scott, in your work, do you find that there are any particular industrial sectors that are particularly affected now? Well, this is a topic that comes up a lot, and people, uh, I think, are usually focused on the financial industry, but it goes much more broadly than that. The primary currency of hacking is not actually money, but the personally identifiable information that enables fraud. We can track the market price that hackers actually charge for selling personal information that they've stolen. And every business that collects personal information from clients or employees is vulnerable. That includes not only banks, but also payment service providers, healthcare providers, insurance companies, online gaming, government, and a number of other types of organizations. The good news is that every one of these organizations can use the technologies we're discussing today to better protect their users at a reasonable cost, a cost that, frankly, is far less than the losses they could suffer from a hacking event. And the reality is that every sizable organization is being attacked every day with the least protected attracting the most hacker attention. We've all heard about the massive losses of personally identifiable information from healthcare and web companies over the last couple of years and this is only intensifying. Scott, in just a few minutes time, we've certainly covered a lot here. If you were to sum up the message about digital trust, what would that be? Tommy, the old security paradigm was to try and create a defensible perimeter around an organization to keep out the bad guys. But now establishing trust in the highly interactive digital world that we live in requires user and transaction-centric security approaches that can scale with the rapid expansion of digital connectivity and interaction. To create this kind of secure ecosystem and build ecosystems of digital trust, an organization needs four things. The first of those are the trusted identities that we've already talked about so that those organizations can know who they're dealing with. The second are trusted devices so that users can transact easily and securely across multiple channels of interaction with the service provider. The third is looking at those trusted channels, uh, whether face-to-face -face or remote, and allowing users to transact how they want. And finally, the trusted transaction themselves that are based on persistently secured data and the related digital documents. The key in this is to remember that the success of the organization in the digital world hinges on establishing and sustaining this trust that we've been talking about using the digital tools that are available. That's great. That's an excellent summary. Now, at the top of our conversation, I mentioned RSA Conference 2017. Certainly, Vasco is going to be there. Scott, where can people find you, and what types of activities are you going to be involved with that will be relevant to our conversation about digital trust? Uh, Tom, we'll, we will be at RSA, as we always are. It's a really important time for all of us in the security industry to meet together. Uh, Vasco will be at booth uh, number 2219 in the South Hall. And there we'll be demonstrating the digital trust chain that we've talked about and its various components, uh, such as runtime, self-protection of mobile applications, mobile biometrics, behavioral authentication, and one of our newest solutions that we call Smile and Sign. And that lets a person use facial recognition for securing mobile document signing. Very good, Scott. I look forward to seeing you at RSA. Thank you so much for your time and your insight today.
Hey, Tom, thanks very much. It was great to talk with you, and I look forward to doing it again. The topic has been aligning security with the user experience, what it takes to achieve digital trust. I've been speaking with Scott Clements, President and COO of Vasco Data Security. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.